peace of our Lord be with you. As you may have noticed, this morning's epistle lesson encouraged us to provoke one another to love and good works. A rather memorable way of saying that we should all call forth that which is deepest and best in one another. What the writer of the book of Hebrews calls provoking one another to love and good works. Not a bad verse of scripture for Stewardship Sermon Sunday at Northminster. That annually awkward autumn effort at asking us to do our best to give our most. I had thought at one time that at some point this would cease to feel so awkward to me. I guess that since it hasn't by now, chances are good, it never will. Even after all these years, my 20th and last time here, this has never stopped feeling awkward to me. Partly because of my own internal, never-ending struggle to reconcile the needs of the institutional church with the Jesus of the four Gospels, who did not share our North American assumptions about what churches should own, have, look like, and offer which for me is just a, a small part of a larger question, which is, is it the church's job to reflect what Christianity has become, or is it the church's job to seek and speak the truth? Something which I hope to think and write about some more in the next chapter of my life, something which in this chapter of my life makes it feel awkward, trying to involve Jesus in our words about how much money we need to maintain and sustain church as we know and do and love church. Not to mention the awkwardness of asking people who are already giving so much to give even more. Have you ever thought about all of the ministries and institutions, helping agencies, schools, universities, and hospitals which depend on Northminster members for financial support? It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Thanks be to God for all the money that gets given to all the places by Northminster members. As someone who grew up in a household where my parents were barely getting by, 
literally living payday to payday. I just don't have a good sense of how much more people are able to give. Every year when the fair comes to Jackson, poor Marcia has to hear me tell that same old story all over again about the year when I was, I must have been 11 or 12 because I remember it very clearly. And I overheard my parents trying to borrow a $20 bill from someone because they just couldn't bear the thought of my sister and me not being able to go to the fair. And setting up a payment plan of $5 a week for the next four Fridays when my dad got paid. When you grow up in that world, you seriously don't know how to ask folks who are already giving so much to give more. This might be less awkward for the next person who offers this sermon next year, but never has stopped being that way for me. But awkward or not, we need to do a better job, I need to do a better job, of asking for the money the church needs. For example, we need a new roof here at Northminster. All of the estimates we have received indicate that the only thing that is harder than saying cedar shake shingles is buying cedar shake shingles. About $500,000 to re-roof our church buildings, not counting another few hundred thousand dollars to repair or replace all of our church's external wood trim. I've been wondering for months if someone in our congregation might want to fund a part of that or all of that. It would be a generationally important gift and it would be enormously helpful to this church for her next 50 years. Aside from those really big one-time facility needs, there is the annual, perpetual, even more fundamental need for us to give generously to the budget of the church, which makes possible the day-to-day -day life of the church. We sometimes hear it said that it is more exciting to give to a specific cause than to a general budget which pays light bills, insurance, and salaries. Plus, we now live in a decidedly post-institutional world when many people no longer find as much meaning as they once did in supporting the day-to-day -day life of the institutional church. All of which I understand, but honestly, 
the most exciting giving which Marcia and I do is the financial support we give to the budget of Northminster Baptist Church. Where else can you write one check that touches lives across our city, throughout Mississippi, across America, and around the world? Where else can you write a check that supports the kind of spiritual formation which happens in this place. Look, for example, at these children and their chaperones, home from their annual autumn retreat this morning, seated here together in their Growing Together Retreat t-shirts. Last week, it was our youth group on their annual autumn retreat. Our children have spent this weekend learning the family stories in Genesis from Abraham through Joseph. Our youth spent last weekend studying the theology and practice of prayer. What could possibly be more exciting than giving as much as we can year after year to a church budget which undergirds that kind of spiritual formation. Serious theology being taught to our children, youth, and adults within these walls, which equips all of us to live lives of courage and kindness, empathy and integrity beyond these walls. This church forming all of us into the kind of people who get up every morning and go out into the world to let the love of God which has come down to us go out through us. Is there anything that would be more exciting to you than helping to underwrite that kind? of spiritual formation. I can't speak for you, but I want to help pay the bills and buy the bulbs which make the lights come on in all the Northminster spaces where those kinds of lights come on in hearts and minds and lives. Northminster, like all churches, has its limits, its faults, its blind spots, and its flaws. We all know that the same church which fills your heart can bruise your heart. True of every church, everywhere. But Northminster, our church, is a strong and true home to more dear and good souls than I myself have ever found assembled in any one place. A church which is serious about and committed to what Jesus said matters most. Loving God with all that is in us and loving all others the way we want 
all others to love us. Northminster has been that way from the day we were started. And if it is possible for a church to earn the right to be supported, then Northminster has. In that incredible novel, Lila, by Marilyn Robinson, there's this moment when the old preacher, John Ames, looks at young Lila and says, life on earth is difficult, grave, and marvelous. Isn't it true? Life on earth is difficult, grave, and marvelous. And in all the ways that a church can be with folk, when life is difficult, grave, and marvelous, our church has been, is, and always will be with us. None of us has to pay for that, but all of us get to pay for As we come to the close of this hour of worship, we invite you to make important decisions for our Lord and our Lord's church during this time of response.